Punisher, I've got a question for you. What? You've like taken this whole vigilante thing to another level. And I want to know what your secret is. My secret, it is straight force. Wait. By another level. I mean, you kill people. Like, I can't do that. I have a code. It doesn't allow me to kill. But you do. You do it so gleefully. How do you get that strength of character? First, I take that strike force and shove it up my ass. That's really aggressive. I'm not sure. I mean, I could have Alfred do it, I guess. Don't get it twisted. I just put a tiny slit in it so slowly it drains. Wow. You're really hurting my ears. I can see how your enemies are afraid of you. You have no idea. Hey, do you have any of that strike force energy on you? Yeah. Let me pull it out. Wait. Uh, what? Uh, oh. You still have some left, though. Here you go. It's uh, got a little left in it. Don't waste it like I wasted my life. Alfred. Alfred, come here. I need you to help me anima something. I, I just can't do it. I can't look back there because of the back cave. Oh, it's there. You just put it up there? Yeah, that'll be fine. Oh, oh. Thank you, Alfred. You will feel it soon. Oh, wow. That's different. Hold on. Oh, wow. That makes me forget all about my parents' death. And then think about it. Constantly. Oh, screw codes. Screw ethics. Hold on. I'm going to go talk to the Joker real quick. Hurry. Take that strike force. Take it. I already did. You're behind. <laughs> no, give some me. Give uh, it back. Oh, Batman. What are you doing here tonight? Joker, you're going to die. Oh, Batman. Ah. 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 Yeah. Oh, strike force energy. It'll make you murderous. Hey, Punisher, how am I doing? Stick it deeper. Deeper. Oh, I've got him going. Oh, Batman. It hurts so bad. Ah. You could do it. Just take the inner strike force and make it all over him. Wait a minute. Am I killing him? Do it. Don't be afraid. You oh. know it's necessary. Don't be a guy. Oh, Batman. Woo. You're frisky tonight. Wait a minute. Is that Punisher? Is that a gun? Is that a gun on your belt? Punisher? <laughs> No. Can I? Can I hold it? 
sure, here you go. Now let's wrap this up. You know what this reminds me of? <laughs> <laughs> that Justin Timberlake song. It's not gay if it's in a three-way. Ooh, good choice. Welcome to the Blue Eye Mafia podcast. Uh-oh. We are brought to you by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Oh, yeah. Go to Strikeforce Energy. It is energy in a pouch. Kick that can down the road to the homeless man who's going to recycle it for change. And get yourself a sweet little pouch that no homeless people can use. Maybe it's not charitable. Anyways, Strikeforce Energy. Go to their website, StrikeForceEnergy.com. And enter the promo 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 code Blue Eye Mafia when you check out. That's B L U I M A F I A when you check out for twenty percent off. I mean, it makes it practically free, and it is the best, tastiest energy drink you'll ever have. How many how many milligrams of caffeine are in one pouch? One hundred and sixty-five. Oh yeah, thousand. No, like, no, yes. no, there's no yeah, thousands. No, there's thousands. There's 165. There's milligrams. literally thousands. I would not lie about this. There's I, 165 milligrams in each pouch. Okay, maybe that. And, yeah, and you tear the right. pouch, and if you're Batman, you enema it. Otherwise, you pour it into a water, into a soda, into any beverage of your choice. You can put it in straight up whiskey. For you that. could, technically. You could. I, w- I wasn't being facetious. Oh. Yeah, put it anywhere you want. Anyways, I think we got the point. Except don't drink it straight out of the pouch. Yeah, don't. It's always yeah. weird when you put pouches in your mouth. Anyways, um, Strike Force Energy, use the code Blue Eye Mafia for 20% off. And now the podcast begins. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing splendid. You're doing splendid? Yep. How are you doing? Splenda. Sugar free. <sighs> I'm tired. Are you tired? I don't think Why so. are you always tired uh, when we do the podcast? This bores me, I guess. <laughs> That's probably not ideal. For what no, I think it's do. partly just because we always do it at night, so I get more like... Well, I said let's do it in the morning, and you said, no, I won't be awake enough. <laughs> and then when we Wait, do it... Whoa, whoa, when, whoa. Whoa, and when we do it at night, you're never awake enough. Should we do it at lunchtime? We should. If we weren't busy working. <laughs> That's true. Guys, go buy Strikeforce Energy because we get a tiny percentage off of every purchase. And eventually, we won't have to work anymore. We'll just be rolling in podcast money. Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be cool? If this was our job, could you imagine if this was our job all day? Did it twice or three times a week? <laughs> Dude, we could make video content. We could start a coffee company. <laughs> 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 we could be a uh, sports analyst on the side after two years of talking about how I'll never be a sports analyst. <laughs> well, I think, isn't it funny though? That is kind of like the podcaster model is you, you do a podcast, you, uh, um, you do a podcast, you sell t-shirts, you put out other products besides your own, you know, start making, yeah. own, create your own product line. You got Drinking Bros. Although, I guess they made t-shirts and YouTube videos first. Yeah. But you start with content and then you... Expand from there and yeah. go, go, go. So, in other words, we're going to rip off every other podcaster and become 
Rich and famous. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Is it what you do? Do you have anything exciting that you want to talk about? Oh, is this our first one since Thanksgiving? Yeah, it is. We've been reticent in our ability to get these out. <laughs> in our duty. You know, Rob has been dropping the ball. That's what I got to say. Yeah, I have actually. I got myself way too deep into the religious right episode. I'm two books in hours and hours of articles. It's fascinating, but I'm not sure how I'm going to make the Get Woke series work if every time I do it, it takes me a month to research. Right? Maybe it, maybe we'll just make it a once a month special. That's a good idea. Yeah, that might be that might be what I end up having to do. Or maybe every two weeks. Yeah. But like the series I have now, I have like 12 episodes planned for it, and it's... Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, and then the other concern I have is when I actually start doing it, when I sit down, I'm afraid I'm going to make like a three-hour podcast that I'll have to break up into pieces. So that might actually be the way to do it. If I I do one topic a month and break it into a bunch of episodes, I could work. That's a good Um, idea. What'd you do for Thanksgiving? Anything exciting? Uh, No, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Why do you not celebrate Thanksgiving? I just, you know, I was talking about Kahanis the other day, and... She oh. just thinks it's offensive to uh, to the native to the native Aborigines. Oh, the um, Aborigines! You know, they were very selfless people. Oh, really? They, yeah, they lived in tents and uh, you know lived off the land. Technically, they were. I mean, in so many ways, they were just modern day vegans. Oh, yeah, yeah but very good hunted. for the environment. No, yeah. they just they, they hunted deer <laughs> and they farted, but. That's the th- greenhouse like grasses, bro. They weren't, they weren't woke, but they were wokeish. They were because woke-ish. they wanted to be with the land. They wanted to be woke. Land. Well, and they were allowed to eat meat because they didn't drive cars. So technically, they they, oh, yeah, they were like, oh, we sacrificed cars and Twitter for meat. That's what they kind of did back then. How I read men, I know drive car. Exactly. That, that was my Obama impression. <laughs> but no, that's exactly. But if you think about it, that's what they did. They're like, you know, we're going to stay off the internet. We're going to stay, you know, just we're going to leave that stuff alone. Leave that to the white man and we will live off the land technically. Yeah. And then we were like, well, we oh, we in. need to indoctrinate them. And we just murdered them. We murdered them and we were savages. That's well, what we were. I mean, think of the two most horrible We were ways the we savages. We came over with our diseases mm-hmm. and murked like 90% of them. And the other 10% we give alcohol to. Well, you know, on top of <laughs> totally that. Totally neutralized. On top of that, it's all a conspiracy, the alcohol thing. And the, not the alcohol thing. Sorry, the, the disease I was going to say. That, the that disease thing pretty, is like, no, that's a conspiracy. Well, no, we didn't. No, actually, the, the fact of the matter is they didn't actually, like the, the we intentionally infected them. Considering that people didn't really understand germ theory at that point, yeah, in time. you mean how they didn't? They, they, They're like biological warfare. What's the, what's that, sir? Oh yeah. They're like you know it's like when we don't wash our hands and then we could do operations on people. Now when they murdered them with guns and what have you, that was murder. But self defense. When they gave them blankets and trade and they all died from it, the white guys were like, oh shit. No, they probably those, were like... Are those magic blankets? <laughs> no, they were probably honestly like, what the fuck happened to these Indians? Everybody, wash your hands. And the doctors are like, don't do that. Well, that's... If you think about it, that's one of the problems with people these days is they kind of decide what they think happened. 
Oh yeah, and then it just goes from there, and it's like well, all history I- has become revisionist to fit a narrative of oppression and power. Exactly, and-, and it's like, what are you talking about? People that back then didn't even know this stuff. Like they didn't know. No. You give somebody a blanket, or you give some, you know, you introduce even alcohol to the Indians. They that wasn't. Well, some- I, I think if they didn't give them blankets, so it's the middle of winter, everybody's freezing their ass off, and they're like, "Nope, you can't have this blanket," and they freeze to death. Then the narrative would be, we didn't give them any blankets. They all froze. Exactly. No, I mean, they, might, they probably wouldn't have because they've been living there for a while, but still. At some point. But it's one of those things where back then it wasn't, they weren't like, oh, fuck, let's kill all these people with blankets. Yeah. They, why, we had diseases they didn't have, but who even knows that, too? Or was well, it, no. or, or was what happened was um, Indians were slowly dying off like from in, in the first place. And there was no, no documentation no. of it because no. the white man hadn't brought the internet to him. No, them. no. One of the theories is actually because of the domestication of animals that uh, people had a lot of exposure to different germs. That was one. That's one of the theories is that it was actually because of domesticated animals and uh, that we were germified. Yeah, that we have. We were. We had a lot more exposure to the different bacteria. Oh, so we were. We could withstand it and they could yeah so we had the or europeans had um you know adapted mm-hmm. and once it was you know the form of it was too virulent for them in large part so it was you if you immediately introduce something rather than gradually, yeah i don't see they didn't adapt well it's like throwing me on animals. a horse i'm yeah, gonna well, die from an asthma attack <laughs> yeah and vice versa, you throw the horse on you, you're going to die from something else. <laughs> Penetration. <laughs> Mr. Hands. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, though, did you do anything, any fun shit from Thanksgiving? Oh, I just hung out with family. Oh. I got drunk on Thanksgiving night, walked uh-huh. to my bed, raised my hands in the air, grunted, and fell across my bed, sound asleep like a baby. That's good. That was story was sounded better in my head. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty boring. Yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. Anything else? Ex- anything else exciting? Don't do that. Don't just don't do that. Please don't do that. Why do you have to do that? Why? Was I talking off mic? Fuck no. Um, no, nothing else happened exciting. Oh, uh, I. You know, what? I was gonna make Columbus and Thanksgiving a topic. And I saved it to the wrong note, and I totally forgot about it. Well, I was going to dive into that. All right, next year. Um. Well, I saw. I think Ben Shapiro was talking about Columbus. Well, I was. I re, I did read some stuff on Columbus. I just didn't put it into encapsulate it into podcast worthy. What was, it, what form. was it that I saw somebody kind of defending Columbus? Yeah, I read. I read a couple articles defending him, and then a couple articles. Condemning him. Well, we've obviously listened like Sofa King. They talked about him. Yeah. And about... So there's a lot They got of, a little bit caught up, though, in the negative stuff. Yes. And some of that... Now, once again, that falls back into projecting our time and our... Yeah, the guilt. ...view of the world. The, yeah. Now, having said that... that no, no, he, did, he ended up getting... No, no, he ended I, up, no, he got. No. He ended up getting in trouble from Spain. No, no. Queen I, Isabella I, I, was no, no, pissed, saying, and she, like... Saying, I it think was, she ended up prosecuting him. He was disgraced when he like. I'm not. No, no. I'm not disagreeing well. that he didn't do bad things. I'm just saying, from a from if you look at through today's view, it's yeah. like, oh my god, this guy was the most terrible person in the world. Yeah. But you, 
It's well, not. I mean, not he today. W- he wasn't. A, he wasn't a good. He wasn't good once he got here. Like he wasn't very nice to people. Yeah, he was kind of corrupt. Kind of. He was weird. He was just weird. He, he was weird even when he got his. Now he was a visionary. Not very good with maps because he was trying to sail to India, which is why we called Native Americans Indians. But he was a visionary in that he was like, "I'll I'll do this shit." And he was going to every, every all the different countries trying to get uh, funding and trying to get everything put together, and eventually oh, yeah, he, was, he did. But but um, that that kind of plays into him being a piece of shit too. Well, that's he, what I was like, going to no, say. Is think, he's kind of an odd, of, he was yeah. already he was an odd dude. Like he, but he was <laughs> you can't take away from the fact that he got over here. Yeah, but he's, he's essentially like a initiated Steve Jobs or an Elon Musk in a yeah. sense of like. They kind of do things that are like when you find out what they really are like, you're yeah. like, oh shit, that guy's a shitty human being. They do great things, yeah, but they're not good people. But that's well, wait, what it takes. Wait until we learn about the planet that Steve Jobs found. You think there's not going to be massacres there? Well, I planet, <laughs> I planet, yeah, the planet Ido. No, but no, but even like uh, Elon Musk, you know, he fucking constantly is screwing countries over, screwing out of money. Yeah. He's not like everybody thinks he's this amazing dude. He's not. He's a con artist and his shit stinks. If yeah. you do some actual research into yeah. him. But he's crazy. Some of his shit. He's also crazy. He's fucking weird. Well, yeah. And the I, idea I don't know is if he it's had, so much that his shit stinks as much as that. No. Not all of it's perfect. He just screwed over Australia out of $50 million. Oh, no, no, no. I'm him. saying he is an innovator. Even if his technologies are sometimes not Every, the innovators tend to be crazy. cuckoo birds. Yeah, well, they they're like, where's the boundaries? Let's push them. Let's go yeah. past them, and that tends to extend to. And if it hurts everything. somebody, I don't really care. It's not my well, problem. Boundaries. Yeah. You know the boundaries of basic human decency are yeah, also boundaries. Mark Zuckerberg. Push, you know? push, 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 push. Oh, uh, get that dollar, dollar bill, yo. Well, it's for them. I don't even think they care about the money. It's just the power. Or it's just their vision being accomplished. Yeah. Like with Steve Jobs, it wasn't even about power. No. I don't think. It's it just, was more like, it was just, he, I said ha- he had a vision. Done. This is what I want to do. And that's all that mattered. Yeah. And along the way, yeah, okay, I get billions of dollars. Who cares? Yeah. Like, Which shit. you could tell just by the way they dress, the way they behave. Well, when, he got to can- when he got to cancer, he's like, I see it this way. And like he essentially bet. His life, his fortune, all his accomplishments on the fact that he could will away cancer. And then he was like, oops. <laughs> oh, well. Now Tim Cook is having fun with Apple. Fucking it up, that's for sure. Um, Even though no iPhones, fucking people are complaining like crazy about it. Really? The face thing? No, just all, just the fact all that kinds it's of little weird things. Is, yeah, they're just like, what the fuck? Like any specific, <clears throat> well, the top bar, the what, the top bar, you know. Oh yeah, the. But part of it's like the little things that are kind of like why the, f- how was this not thought out? Like yeah, the, the things that the Apple bar, never missed. The the top bar. So on yeah. one side it has certain things, and on the other side it has certain things. And not yeah. pull, but so you can't see your battery per- battery percentage anymore. You can't see if your oh, phone's really? on do not disturb. Because it only has like two things up there now. Instead oh. of like you could have, you know. Can you select what you can put up no. there? No. Oh, so it's just. So you have there. to pull down to see what's on and what's not. So it's one of those things that's like, wait, wait, wait. That was a bad, that was a bad design. Yeah. 
I still I still think they should have just given up that screen. I, it's two little wings. Just give it up. That the whole top should have been blacked out, in my opinion. Mm, I, yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're like, yeah. why? Because you would have lost, do- what, point one inch of a screen? I mean, you really wouldn't have lost any real no. estate. And except if gonna, they, if except they wanted move, to do it so they could do the pull down and kind of like... Yeah, but you could just have and some pull. people don't. Or some people are complaining, like not saying it's a bad thing. Because some people yeah. are like you, real like you get used to it, and then you realize like you don't well, really other care phone, what your, other phones have it. No, no other phone has that except for the essential phone, but it's tiny. It's like oh. a dot, not like a full. I thought one of the first full screen Samsung had that. No, no, not the same. No, not no, no, not not like that. Where's the front facing camera then? It's above it. Oh, it is above. Oh, so they blacked out where the yeah, camera yeah. was. But it's just a camera, so it barely takes up any space. Yeah, but that's my point. Their though. problem is that they have the face recognition that the. So it takes up a lot more real estate. Yeah, you can't. It's it has to be you know. Which is why much. I say just black it out. You still get this massive. No, screen. I know. I agree. Still bigger than the iPhone Plus. But that's what I'm saying. It's still edge to edge. But it's some everything. people are like, oh, it's not that big a deal. You get yeah, used to it. But if you're watching it. a movie on that, you never get used to that shit. No, you do. You uh, get. I don't, no. Well, lots of mo- most movies black it out. Oh, okay. So yeah, most yeah. videos, most, stuff most things, most things black it out. Oh, okay. Not very many things take advantage of the whole. Like take that. They don't the wing screen. Yeah, the two auxiliary screens, if you will. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely. But anyways, we're going off a tangent. But anyways, what we're talking about we're, Indians and no, I don't know. Oh, on the topic of Indians, yes, Pocahontas. Oh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Uh, so, oh, so you know how we're always thinking Joe Rogan's possibly listening to like liber- more reading more liberal stuff and all that. Yeah, I think part of the reason he dislikes Trump so much is because of Ben Shapiro. Oh, because because oh, I watch he ben, likes Shapiro. ben Shapiro. He watches him, yeah, oh. and Crowder. But what's Ben Shapiro always do? He always Shit's talks about Trump how, caught, yeah. but talks about how dumb he is. Like oh. he was talked about the Pocahontas thing, and he's like. You know, it was stupid. It was hilarious, but he's like, it was stupid. And he's like, he didn't even say it right. It's supposed to be Pocahontas, not Pocahontas. And it's like, hey, Ben Shapiro, that's Savage's line. He, well, and that's what he, he didn't say Savage. Cock. He just said it's been, people have used it for years because people stole it from Savage immediately. But not immediately. No, but no, but, but, Savage but, was saying that. No, that's not my point. I'm just saying, I don't give a fuck whose it is. Obviously, Ben Shapiro is just going to say, he, he wasn't referencing one person. He was yeah. saying that people use Pocahontas. No, Trump never has. Trump has always called her Pocahontas. So yeah, Ben, Trump you're an idiot. First off, because Trump always calls her Pocahontas for the last, you know, year, year and, and a half, half or whatever it's been since he started talking about her. So you've got that. Well, and actually, I think it's only actually a year because when I was kind of reading about it, it, it kind of goes back to the election cycle. But say it's a year and a half or a year. Yeah, year and a half. But he's most. always called her During Pocahontas, yeah. not Pocahontas. No, he never said. Which and I was critical of from the beginning because I was like, "Damn it, use the Pocahontas is to me the funnier version." But I don't. But but, but Trump ben, is not fucking it up. You, you we're talking about Ben Shapiro. He's like, oh, he you know he so he didn't even say it right, but it was funny and crazy that he would say something like that. But at the same time, like it's very like dumb and like you know Trumpish and just stupid. Well, I think, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa fuck you. No, no, I think. But right that's there. where he, Joe's getting. Joe's getting like. Oh, Ben Shapiro, who's a smart guy and knows politics, who's and conservative. a conservative guy, yeah. Oh, even thinks Trump's just a dumb bro. Oh, dumb bro. That makes sense. After, yeah, I wa- between- after I watched that, I was like, that is one hundred percent why he think why he talks about Trump like he does. Yeah, like he's dumb. It's not from watching CNN and Slate and it's because like even the it's conservatives that he like listens to ben Shapiro, say the same yeah. shit. And he has a lot of respect for Ben Shapiro because yeah. he's smart. You know, he's 
Well, and if you're hearing it he's from not. CNN, and then you look to Ben Shapiro, who is your other side. Yeah. Even though I think he's a Ted Cruz style cuck oh, weasel, yeah, for sure. Who's, in my opinion, working to nullify the right, the the current populist movement that's happening. They're 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 working to make sure they get paid. And no, not the alt right. <clears throat> I'm talking about the real conservatives like Savage and Milo and Trump. And Guys like Ben Shapiro are working to make sure they get, get collect that paycheck from drama. Yeah, that's all their job is. They don't care about fixing anything because no. if they did, he well, would be best they- friends with Milo Yiannopoulos. He yeah. wouldn't. All he ever does is talk shit about Milo. Why? Oh, yeah. Vicious. Because he doesn't. He's gotten vicious too. Because he doesn't fit the narrative well, no. of. But well, this is why I say I think Ben Shapiro is kind of a little bit of a. I feel like he's a little a bit. Of, uh, yeah, because. With the Milo stuff, he's actually started, like, he's alluded to the fact that, or even straight out said it, that Milo's all right. Uh-huh. He, he's made false claims about Milo that are just ridiculous. It's yeah. like, dude, hey. But that's what I'm saying. You guys it's were not, friends at one point. You remember that, right? It's, and just it, because Milo would kick your ass in a debate because you lack one key element in your debate, in your ability to well, well, another talk, th- another thing is, is that humor. he left he Breitbart. Lacks hu- well, he, la- he lacks humor, though. Well, the fact that he left Breitbart, too, is show Over Milo. But is is almost one of those things like, well, too, like whoa, whoa, whoa. So you, you can't... You can't... You can't, you can't uh, work for somebody because of somebody else that works there? Yeah. Oh, so you do principle. No. No. You're just... You're, you're, no, he won't. He won't idea, he won't ideolo- his own thing. What's it called? I- ideology... Ideology... Uh-huh. Ideologue? Ideologue, yeah. yeah. You don't actually care about fixing anything. No. You have an idea, and it has to be your way yeah. or their highway. And there's no compromise. There's, there's no, no compromise. middle ground. There's no. no working solutions out. There's no pragmatism. It's, I have this set of principles, and they're inviolable. And I have oh, to follow them Even no like, what. I watch another thing. But on- I, what I don't understand, though, is how is being funny and effective and... Uh, because it's not there. Persuasive. Because it's like too... Scott, f- no, because it's too effective. Milo gets people from both sides going, oh, I can agree. We can yeah. shake hands and be friends. Yeah. Ben Shapiro goes, I don't want to be your friend. I want to tell you how you're wrong and how you're dumb. And if you don't agree with me 100%, then you're a dummy. Well, and Milo also exposes the absurdity of even mainstream left-wing pundits by getting them to be triggered over stupid stuff that isn't really... Whereas Shapiro is always, is always the politician. He's always... He want he wants the Don Lemons and stuff to take him somewhat seriously. Yes. Why you would want that, who knows? But that is because I think that's, that's one of his problems. It's to split people in two. It's my group or your group. Yeah. You want if you if you can't. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that I think I think Shapiro enjoys having that. Uh, he's he's a legitimate conservative. No, it's it's just he's on that team. He's he's playing the he's playing football. And yeah, he's to, on a team. Yeah, so yeah. But that's so, what I'm saying. But it doesn't matter. But, but my point is, the, it's all about but, the money and the, the teams and the come class. from the, the teams come from the establishment, right? So you have. But that's what I'm the saying. The establishment so has created one party system that functions. He's Rush as a Limbaugh. Tr- he will yeah. never defend Michael Savage. <clears throat> Rush Limbaugh should have been defending Michael Savage every Long day. Long ago, yeah. He doesn't do it. Why? Right. It doesn't even make sense. They're on the same team, but they're not. Because Savage wants people to be smart yeah. and to do better with their life. Well, and Savage Limbaugh doesn't. Dead. Limbaugh doesn't care. He's fucking smoke, taking so many pills he goes deaf. Yeah, he wants to make money and to be the number one talk show. Person. Well, and the thing about guys like Savage and Milo is that if the left has an idea that's better than the right, they'll go okay. Yeah, 
Whereas exactly. if you, but this is why I'm saying, so they're dangerous because they represent true change. Whereas guys like Shapiro, Limbaugh, I would say a little less than Shapiro. I feel like Shapiro tends even more into this. They like the adulation of the mainstream. They like being considered the legitimate conservatives. And by legitimate conservatives, when you look at the left and the right, the way that they've created this dichotomy of the two-party system, that's really a one-party system that never changes anything yeah, yeah, and yeah. only serves their big bank interests, their big oil interests. They just serve them. That One serves certain groups, one serves other groups, but in reality, they both serve all the same groups. And to them, it's important to have legitimate conservatives and legitimate Democrats that keep each side. Yeah. No jokes. Line. No, no jokes, no humor, no blasting to the bullshit. It's you're going to tell them to th- think this way. We're going to have them fight to keep them blinded to what's really going on to keep them from realizing like, hey, why don't we just compromise on this and get it yeah. fucking done? Yeah. Why don't we just fix the deficit? Like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to come from one side or the other. Let's both work on it. Let's yeah. both get something out of it. Oh, and guess okay. what? Let's not We're just, never let's both not cut agree social 100%. Secu- yeah, let's not so cut let's social security. Let's make a safety bl- blanket for healthcare, but then let healthcare run free in the markets, yeah. but have a safety net for those people that don't have healthcare. So guess what? Let's have everybody on healthcare without doing a single payer system. But no, because the one side's like, no, we've got to let people fall. And the other side's like, Nobody cannot have insurance, and but guys like Shapiro, guys like Don Lemon, these guys are yes. their job is you are keeping this side corralled, yep, you exactly. are keeping this side corralled. Whereas Amilo goes, fuck it, or Savage goes, hey, uh, don't let don't 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 just bother the corporate interests and let them cage chickens in these tiny little cages that make the meat shit. There's a reason you're supposed to treat animals humanely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he goes uber left on that. When he's probably the absolute most conservative pundit in the yeah. in the country, but he's also pragmatic. He can also see, and that's what well, he's that's human. the mold. He's human. Yeah, he's human. He's, he's not, not a, an idea. He's not a robot not on ideologue. a team. Yeah, and that's. But even Ben, Shapiro, and he's not. So, he, he's so, not serving the greater agenda. No yeah. Fox News. No nothing for Savage. Right. Yeah. Like but there's no money. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they all make money, but it's not. They're not basing their money off of following a set of guidelines. Well, look at a place like Berkeley. How insane Berkeley has become. Who do you think is doing a more effective job at challenging the status quo? Milo, who they will not allow to speak there. They do everything. Or Ben they can. Shapiro. Or Ben Shapiro, who has a nice, calm little evening with a couple people who yelled mean things at him. I mean, yeah. why why would Berkeley, this a place that literally burned the city down over yeah. Milo, who's a gay Jew? Be cool with Shapiro, who's the true principled conservative, because he's working in the system how he's supposed to. He's not busting the mold. He's not messing things up. He's not throwing a wrench in the in the in the gears. He's he just put the other side. He's exactly with you. You can you can speak your mind. Like like I've always said about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz neutralized the Tea Party all by himself. He he grandstanded. He did a lot of things. He didn't actually do anything. But he made a lot of good shows. People go, oh, Ted Cruz is our big hero. And they all coalesce behind him. And then they go, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. And what then, happened to the Tea and Party? And then the Tea Party dies. Oh, it disappeared. But this time, they were terrified. Because the MAGA movement, that wasn't the Tea Party. Because uh-huh. the guy the guy that ended up leading it was Donald J. Trump. Exactly. 
Oops. Well, no, even like Ben Shapiro, though, he was talking, he did, a, you know, his little things where he talks on his show. Um, He was talking about uh, that preacher I showed you. Yeah. Mega Church preacher. I guess he was on The View recently talking about abortion. And Ben Shapiro was like, no, what he, if you're a Christian and you believe in God, abortions, just no. You just, da, 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 you know, just hard lines straight. Yeah. But if you watch what this preacher said, they ask him, what's your view on abortion? You know, obviously, gotcha question. He's a famous preacher. Oh, yeah. The hipster he, preacher, right? Yeah. New yeah. York. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, you know, I don't, I don't judge anybody. That's God's place to judge you. And he's like, what we try to do at church, at our church is not judge you, but judge your situation. Have you sit down and talk to you? Figure out where you're at, see why, see what. But Ben Shapiro's just like, no, nope, that's not there. It's like, well, hold on. Because yeah. the way the preacher probably does it is he probably just opens his arm and says, hey, no judgment here. Come in, let's sit down and talk. Yeah. That guy doesn't, he's not okay with gay marriage. So obviously he's kind of conservative and like he follows the Bible pretty well. Yeah. Even for a mega, you know, for somebody like him, you'd see him instantly. And yeah, think, he's your typical evangelical. But he was, but, but on the abortion style. thing, he didn't say he supports abortion, but he also said, we don't, ju- that's God's place to judge because yeah. I don't know your situation. So he's right though. Because if you have an abortion, but you're some girl from the ghetto who then shows up at church a month later going, yeah. I had an abortion. Yeah, it's not, you don't, you don't you, go, yeah. you're, nope, you've fucking, you're a murderer, end yeah. of story, like Ben Shapiro would. Yeah. That you, what, you, she's going to walk out of there yeah. and go, fuck you, you piece of shit. I hate myself for it, but I'm not ever going to tell you that or let you have any part of my life because fuck you, you're an asshole. Yeah. Well, Whereas then, this guy is going, whoa, 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 no judgment. God gets to judge you when you die for that. Yeah. I can't change anything that happened, yeah. but I can tell you right now. Let's not do that again. Let's let's try to make your life better. Yeah. But Ben Shapiro, what did he do? Oh nope, you got to jump on it. And be, <laughs> you're evil. Yeah. You're going. It, there's no there's no yeah. in betweens. I'm not saying. I'm not but, saying. And, it's, and what progress has Ben Shapiro's ilk made on the? That's what I'm getting since at. Since 1970, what was one? Roe versus Wade. Yeah. I'm in my part. But that's my point. They, they is, made, is, made zero progress. Is him sitting there talking like that? Is like no pro-abortionist person or somebody in the middle road yeah. goes, Ben, you're right. I'm glad you're just a fucking asshole to me. Well, Scott Adams, the Dilbert creator, yeah. Dilbert comic strip writer, he um, he was talking to Dave Rubin and his thing about Trump, he's got this crazy analysis of Trump. It's awesome. Um, but he, what one of the things that he talks about is uh, persuasiveness. So his whole thing is that Trump is very persuasive, and a lot of the stuff that he does is like 40 chess, essentially. Mm -hmm. He knows how to – so he's going to say something outrageous and offensive, but he has a boundary, and he never crosses that boundary. But he pushes – he goes through everybody else's boundaries on purpose because it gets the media to talk about it. So he says something – he says something – well, not even crazy, but targetedly offensive, right? Like Pocahontas. Like Pocahontas. Like when he was interviewed and the lady is like, that's well, offensive. And yeah, we'll talk like, about that in a second. <clears throat> but I was going to say, the Mexicans rapists, right? Uh-huh. It turned the entire Republican primary nomination into an immigration debate. Yeah. That became the number one topic, immigration, economy. The Republicans were not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Not even good old Ted Cruz. No, well, they were going to talk about health care. They wanted to talk about health care. They wanted to talk about the economy somewhat. 
and they wanted to talk about foreign policy because they love war. But remember, they also made, if you believe kind of this way, they already kind of let Obama destroy the fact that they were going to talk about bringing jobs back and industrial. Because Obama had gone out there a bunch of times before talking about how Trump couldn't do what he said he wants to do and you can't bring jobs back that way. It's just too late. So as far as the media is reporting – no, that's past. That we don't have to. We that's not something we have to talk about to win. Yeah. So you know Ted Cruz and all these guys. Yeah, they, they weren't going to go out well, there they and talk it, about it. They, They're like, eh, it's well, past. Honestly, Obama took care of it for us. We don't have to talk about it. Well, honestly, this is why, despite the fact that the Republicans win a lot, in uh, you know they've held the Congress now. They yeah they win, but they 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 they're good at politics. They're bad at culture. The Democrats are good at culture. Not as good at politics, honestly, because they're just so fragmented. The Republicans are better at staying on point, but they go on point, but they have no culture behind them. And like Andrew Breitbart used to say, politics is downstream from culture. So the Democrats won the culture war. They won it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And when everybody's going, man, we had the House, we had the Senate, why can't we get anything done? Is because Republicans go, oh shit, we can't do anything because the culture is not going to accept it. And they don't know how to fight the culture war. They don't know how to fight culturally. They don't know how to win that. And that is where somebody like Trump comes in, and all of a sudden you've got Pepe memes everywhere. You have MAGA hats everywhere. It's a cultural movement now. It's a movement about being proud of being American. It's a movement about making America great again. Not because America is a terrible place, but because we're headed in the wrong direction. Yeah. Our debt's going up. Yeah. Our interventionist foreign policy is a disaster. Look at Libya. There's that video going around on the internet right now, the slave trade in Libya. Yeah. And you know who retweeted that? Joe Rogan. Ooh. Oh, did he? Yeah. Kevin Joe Hart Rogan. did too. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were retweeting. Kevin Hart was like, hey, pay attention, you fuckers. Well, UST, USA Today ran a thing. But, and USA Today, I think it was USA Today, ran a piece on it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that was... Uh, about how it's Hillary's policy in Libya killing Muammar Gaddafi that has led to this. Really? It's a failed state now. It's a disaster. 500 bucks a person. Cheaper than a fucking Xbox. That's insane. But the the, the problem is... It's like the Black Friday sale. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the the problem is is that... That's like a black Black Friday sale. Oh, gosh. Uh Okay. Quank, quank. Yeah. Um... Too nah, soon? That's all right. That's all right. Uh, it's not too soon. Well, Black did Friday's you see, already passed. Well, did you see that? This is just totally, we're going all over the place tonight. Did you see the Victoria's Secrets models? <laughs> They're like singing along Cardi with some. Cardi B. Cardi, oh, okay, good. Your, the stripper song. The stripper song. And they apparently said. Cardi B's next stripper. That's what. Apparently they sung along nigga. They said nigga. They said nigga in the song. Because they, they were singing the lyrics to the song and they all were like, nigga. But yeah. hey, let's not forget, hey. most of those Victoria's Secret models are not white. They're no, like, like Brazilian. Yeah, they're all kinds all of weird shit. Ecuadorian and all kinds of Yeah, most of them aren't even American. Yeah, Israeli. Even though the, the headlines are, oh, a bunch of white girls dropped the N-bomb. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, hey, and not just that. They were singing along to a pop song and everybody's going, oh, well, can white people say this word even if it's in a song? The answer is fuck yeah. The answer is fuck yeah. Of course they if, can. If we're going to promote and put on a pedestal this music that has these offensive, I'm doing air quotes, offensive lyrics, everybody gets to sing that music yeah. if they fucking want or to. Or it's not allowed to be played. You have yeah. two options. Well, here's the thing. Cardi B, 
If you don't want to hear a bunch of white girls say nigga, don't put it in your fucking song that white girls are going to sing along to. And, and what? Too. Just because just because it got put on an Here's the other thing. This is what amazes me with the outrage of all people policing language to this degree is absolutely insane. Now, if one of those, if one of them walked up to a black person and said, "You are a nigger," fu- that's fucked up. That's wrong. That's racist. But singing along to a song by a black woman that has those lyrics is not racist in any way, shape, or form. No. They're singing her song. In fact, shouldn't she be happy that there's these? Famous models are singing her song and enjoying the shit out of it. I mean, that kind of says, hey, look, they like my music. If I made a song and I said Cracker in it and I saw a black guy singing it, I'd be like, oh, cool. Cool. He likes the song, too. Awesome. People are singing my song. Like, what is the mindset where you go, okay, I'm going to make a song, but only one race can sing along with it? That's racism, by the way. At the very least, it's prejudiced, bigoted. But to, to, to get offended by that? Seriously? And now that brings us back to Focahontas. Pocahontas. Elizabeth Warren. The indomitable. The indomitable. Lawyer. Who's, who's Warren Economist. Hatch? Um, think I'm in, I don't know. He's, is he? Mm, mm, mm. Is he economist? I can't remember who Warren Hatch is, dude. Why? Oh, no. He's a senator from Utah. Oh, he is a senator. Okay. He said Trump's the best president he's ever served under. Really? Hmm. I think he okay. Served. Anyway, sorry. Back to Focahontas. So, uh, Elizabeth Warren, the indomitable. Indomin- indomitable? Uh-huh. Ooh. Can't say that word. Indomitable. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I am really indomitable. Elizabeth Warren says that Trump's racist racist slur against her will not stop her from being Indian. Well, here's the thing: there's a problem because Trump calls her Pocahontas, which is an Indian name, a Native American name. I think actually, I don't know what tribe was Pocahontas a part of. I don't even Disney. know. Disney, but so Elizabeth Warren is not an Indian. <laughs> I just hit. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is not an Indian. She, uh, she claims she has claimed in the past to have been Cherokee, and so she's not though. Yeah, people did research into history and tribal you know history the peop- and genealogy. Yeah, and all geni- this. Uh, genealogist actually went, contacted oh, yeah. her and said, "You're not Indian. You're not Indian." She's like, "Fuck you." So when they said, "Hey, take a DNA test," she's like, "No, I'm good." Well, so if she's not Indian, then an Indian reference to her is, in essence, not racist because she's not that race. That's like me going up to you and being like, hey, uh, what's a good racial slur I could throw at you right now? Spick, cracker. No, you are Mexican, though. Nigger. <laughs> You're actually Mexican. You call me a nigger. Yeah, if I called you that. That would be racist of me. If you call me what? Oh wait, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be racist. Wait, if you call me what? Nigger. Oh, that would not be racist. Calling you that, using the word, could be construed as racist. But you're not a black person. I would not be actually be insulting your race because you're a white. You're white, mostly, and Mexican. 
So that one, like, or if I called you a chink, you are not an Asian person. I feel Asian sometimes. <laughs> In the bedroom. In the cold shower, I was going to say. <laughs> In the cold shower. Oh, licorice. Oh, oh, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, though, is like, that's not an actual racist slur towards you. Now, it may be a racist slur because if I said that to a person of that race, that would be demeaning. It'd be derogatory, and I would be an asshole. But when I say it to you, it just seems stupid. You're like, uh, wait. Or funny, depending on the context yeah. and the situation. Or it could be that you're racist <clears throat> because you're in blackface, and you fooled me. I'm not in blackface. This is just a tan. Wink, wink. <laughs> so in other words, Trump calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas is not racist. But let's talk about Elizabeth Warren for a minute. So Elizabeth Warren is, uh, let's see, what is she? She not sexually active. Is <laughs> a lawyer. Um, oh. She has taught at multiple universities. She did not. So a lot of people said, oh, she used her heritage to get ahead. Well, when it comes to her co- collegiate career, going through college and all that, she actually never used she never listed herself as a minority. So in fairness, she didn't become a lawyer or get get through school because she was Native American. She did that on her own because she is a smart lady, kind of. She doesn't look it. I know. She really doesn't. Goofy is a good term for her. But um, in her 30s, when she was looking for a job, she put herself on a list. Uh, she listed herself as a minority Oh, I Native thought you were going to say she put herself on the bachelor list. Yeah, well, she did that too, but they rejected her. They're like, you too old, sweetie. We only take 22-year-olds with a 72 IQ. <laughs> I have watched multiple seasons of The Bachelor. <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, So she listed herself as a minority. She was then hired by uh, Harvard, who said that her minority status had no uh, nothing to do with her hiring. However, they were very proud to uh, tout her as a minority um, for the college. Uh, They said, let's see, where is it? Um, Oh man, I lost my quote. Son of a gosh, darn. Oh, here it is. Uh, Man of the 70. So this is from the crimson. uh, This is from the Harvard crimson, which is the school paper. And they were bemoaning the lack of minority females in the school. Of the 71 current law professors and assistant professors, 11 are women, five are black, and one is Native American, and one is Hispanic, said Mike Chimura, spokesperson for the law school. Um, That Native American is Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) So, although they deny that her minority status had anything to do with her hiring. They were very happy to put her on our list. Also, the University of Pennsylvania Law School also touted Elizabeth Warren as a minority. So she did You, I mean, it, it was definitely, a, at the very least, it was a feather in her cap. Pun intended. Uh... So she's, she's going around. She's, use, she's using it, at the very least, to virtue signal. I mean, who knows? Maybe it did assist in some ways, considering the social justice vibe of Harvard and all these law schools. 
that she worked with. Um, she also had some, she also had some interesting issues with, uh, Oh, darn it. That was, I had the wrong screen clicked. Hold on. Hold on. She also had some issues. Um, well, if I can get past it. Oh, she had uh, some issues on, uh, you know, she, uh, co-authored a book called as we forgive our debtors, bankruptcy and consumer credit in America. And she was, uh, charged or accused of scientific misconduct, misrepresenting things, uh, by the university of Texas because it was, they were funded by a grant. Um, so, uh, the, a common instance of misconduct in science occurs when there is no way to verify whether or not the research was accurate. So she was essentially accused of um, writing a book that was uh, supposed to be an analysis of debt in America, and they used research that was unverifiable, unverified, um, and inaccurate, which then led the book to be misleading uh, which did not follow the guidelines of the National Science Foundation grant, which financed their research. So it's interesting. Uh, she has an interesting past, and it's she, for her to be offended and consider Trump a racist now. And <coughs> ouch, uh, for her to consider Trump a racist for calling him Pocahontas, which is an if, which is a if you poke, type in Pocahontas.com, it redirects you to her website. Okay, that's kind of funny. So you join Elizabeth to stop Donald Trump. Isn't, and you can donate money to her. Isn't that cultural appropriation? I'm pretty sure that might be legal. That's like straight-up cultural appropriation. Oh, my gosh. Well, here's the thing. is She is a virtual signaler. She constantly... Criticizes Trump for everything. He's a he's a sexual deviant or whatever. This that the other thing. He's a racist. He's an Islamophobe. He's a whatever. So for him to go, hey, by the way, call her bullshit, and go, hey, by the way, you Pocahontas, and she's like, that's racist of you. He's like, no, no, I'm saying that because I'm satirizing the fact that you are calling yourself an Indian when, in fact, the Cherokees are like, mm-mm, no, no, sweetheart, you are not. And actually, The Atlantic, which is not a conservative uh, news source by any stretch, um, did a, has a great piece, which I'll link to in the show notes, uh, that really goes through um, her lack of Native Americanness. And they also do talk about how, you know, it's not necessarily a scurrilous because she didn't use it on call it technic, technically didn't necessarily use it to get an advantage. Although you could argue that being on the minority list when looking for a job that helped her, especially with <coughs> the uh, affirmative action mindset of law schools in America. Especially when she got in, it was very big. Yeah. So and, well, and then they touted it. They're like, "Hey, look, we hired a Native American," and everybody's like, "There's a white girl on the stage." <laughs> like, wait, that's your? Well, wait, what? But so Elizabeth Warren is an interesting case. She 
has done some questionable things in her professional career. She is the ultimate social justice warrior. Um, she claimed to be an Indian when she's not, even though she's the queen of the virtue signaling, cultural appropriating. <coughs> Dad, gum it. You know, uh, uh, morally superior <coughs> political class. <coughs> Take over. You all right there, buddy? <coughs> <laughs> Oh, you you smoking some of that peyote with her? Uh, Apparently, right? Something, man. That cough came on so strong. Oh, anyways, it was almost like I was droning on too long or something. You all right there, buddy? <laughs> no, pull it together, man. What if I just do the Batman voice? It calms my senses. Does it? Does uh, it now? Yes. Um. Now, going from that, so what Trump has done, and I, I'm going to defend Trump's use of the term Pocahontas here. What Trump is doing is what's called a meme. And what he's doing with this meme is exposing the hypocrisy of Elizabeth Warren. The fact that she's more than willing to culturally appropriate and commit a cardinal sin against the values of the social justice progressives in order to, at the very least, put a feather in her cap. But um, what is a meme? (coughs) I'm going to die. I'm just going to die now. What is a meme? What is a meme? Um, and actually, I've I've had multiple people ask me this because on our if you ever go to our Instagram page at Blue Eye Mafia podcast, um, um, we put we post memes, and Who I mean asked they're, you they're, what a meme they're, was? they're world famous. Who asked you what a meme was? Uh, multiple pe- people have asked me. Because I'll say like, oh, mostly I post memes, and they're like, mm. what, what's a what's a meme? So I was like, well, what exactly is a meme? Because we think of a meme as a picture with words, right? But that's not actually what a meme. I mean, that is a meme, but that's only one form of meme. Because then you have video memes, right? Mm-hmm. You have all kinds of memes. So no, but those are usually called gifs. No, no, no. That's still a meme. That's gif is the technical file form. Mm. That's not actually. Damn it. So a meme uh, a meme is an idea, behavior, or style that spreads from person to person within a culture, often with the aim of conveying a particular phenomenon phenomenon. I can't talk tonight. I can't speak tonight. My words just are failing me. Uh phenomenon, theme, or meaning represented by the meme. Um, so essentially, uh Memes came from, it, it's a neologism, uh, which is a word that is just entering the vernacular, entering uh, wide usage. So uh-huh. it's still like in its infancy. And the word meme was coined by Richard Dawkins. So he took, he kind of created this new word that started to spread. And it came from his book, The Selfish Gene. And uh, he, he essentially said they can be, should be considered living structures, not just metaphorically, and proposed to regard means 
as physically residing in the brain. So essentially his idea with the meme is that it's analogous to genes. Uh, they vary in aptitude of replication. So essentially a good meme remain and spread. So like a good idea. So it could be a phrase. It could be a picture with words like Pepe. Pepe is the ultimate meme, right? It's spread like wildfire, but it also, uh, bad ones die and go away. But the memes that are good replicate themselves, but they all also mutate. So they change. So like Pepe, Pepe starts out as this, it's a cartoon that a guy makes. Then people start using it in meme form on the internet. And then it starts getting used by everybody. So you've got some probably desperate liberals have even used it. But you have alt-right, you have MAGA people, you have all these different people using it for different things. You see Nazi Pepe, then you see cute cat Pepe. Mm -hmm. Are you bored? I'm wanting you to get to your point and stop rambling. (laughs) No, I'm not even rambling at this point. This is is crazy. You're rambling. You had a point about why Trump is... So, well, in explaining a meme. So, a meme essentially is like it's it's a mental gene. Yeah, it's an id or an idea gene. So, it's essentially something that you take and you spread out there and put it into the world. It's almost like a brand. Exactly. Like so, Nike works. So, L.A. Gear. Well, think about doesn't. it. So, we know Trump listens to Savage, right? And he's kind of the original, one of the earliest adapters, if not the creator of the Focahontas meme. And Savage has a history of giving names to people yeah, throughout his different. career. Well, he made a whole book called The Animal Zoo in which he designated fake Latin uh, titles to all the politicians. Politicians. The yeah, George W. Bush, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Bill O'Reilly. He called him the le- the leprechaun. Yeah. Um, so, you know, wall banger, Sean Hannity. He was yeah. a drywaller. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little classist, That's a meme. if you ask. Meme. So the Pocahontas is a meme. Now Trump has taken it and he's mutated it to Pocahontas because he's not using the fancy version. Yeah. And but what he's done is his platform is the biggest of anybody's. Forty-three million Twitter followers. The president of the United fucking states. I mean, it's the biggest platform ever. Yeah. So it's the it's a it's a great example of a meme. And what does that mean doing? It's taking the idea that Elizabeth Warren is an Indian, but she's not, which is terribly embarrassing to a social justice warrior because, you know, cultural appropriation is a thing for them. Yes, only if it fits her narrative, but anyway. Exactly. But so my point is it's like the, the this Pocahontas moment is like if you want to know what a meme is, this is a word meme. Trump took Pocahontas, which was already a living meme, mm-hmm. mutated it, and turned it into one of the most powerful insults ever. And he's done that with everybody. I mean, you have Lion Ted. You uh-huh. have Low Energy Jeb. Crooked Hillary. He's memeing everything, which is one of the... This is tying back into my culture point. Yeah. The Republicans ha- don't get culture. They don't get the internet. No. They don't get young they people. They think memes are, memeing is inappropriate, well, unprofessional. They, exactly. Ben Shapiro, memeing is below us. We don't do that. Even though he does do a little bit of memeing because he's twits, tweets yeah. and stuff. He's got some, but he does them in a very traditional form. You know, they're, wit, they're witticisms, comebacks, these kind of mm-hmm. things, criticisms. But Trump is going, Trump has actually effectively, and this is why, according to Scott Adams, he's persuasive, is he's capturing the culture and reshaping it or pushing it. He's giving it a push in a different direction. He's giving people 
he's he's motiv- he's motivating not the po- body politic. He's not motivating the Congress. He didn't give a fuck about the Congress. He cares about the people, the culture. And that is what he's impacting. And this meme is just one of the best examples so far yeah. because it's so ridiculous and so silly because the the other the nicknames he's given to everybody have been amazing and incredibly effective. But this one, he's taking to another level of trolling too. He's doing the yeah, nav- he's using it in weird spots well, like the in Navajo Co- in front of the Navajo Code Talkers, <laughs> he starts using the fake Indian meme to attack her while talking to real Indians. And they laughed about it. Exactly. It's brilliant. Yeah, they didn't care. Yeah, they don't And then in a press conference like today, he's talking about, somebody asked what she's she's looking to gain or something like that. And he's like, who, Pocahontas? You mean Elizabeth Warren? And one of the other reporters just yelled out a background, that's offensive. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry. You were saying about Pocahontas to the the other report. <laughs> was, like he just didn't give a fuck. Like he's like, okay, yeah, sure, sorry, not sorry. Actually, I'm going to say it again. Like you said, though, he is going to a full another level. Yes, of memeing. Yeah, using this. Well, and he's uh, with a meme. You have to commit to it. So when you take a meme, because it's an idea, right? It's an idea seed that's going to grow and infect everything else. Well, what, what some because people? That, well, that's one of the things about a meme. So it's not like a. It's not like a thesis statement where you say this is how this is. This is this is what traditional conservatives do. Yeah, the, well, that's what the, I was about this to is say the principle. Too. This is the principle. Or, Trump throws a meme out there, which is like a little seed, and it grows in a ton of different directions. And guess what? He doesn't care because it's way more effective because it doesn't have to be tied to one uh-huh. little tiny specific point. Oh yeah. And go. Well, I'm just listening to you. <laughs> just listening. What were you saying? This is called awkward silence. Well, we're not being silent. No, go. No, go ahead. That, I was done. I that was that was, was literally the end of my thing. Could you talk into the mic instead of rubbing? Your I don't remember your... what I was going to say. Could you say it three times more loudly? Um. Oh, uh, the word of the day is pedagog. Pedagogy. Oh, really? We're going. Pedagogy. Oh, we're doing this. Pedagogy. The fuck? Jeez. Okay. Word of the day. Pedagogy. The and art. Also, we're brought ped- to you by the Webster Dictionary. Hey, gummit! I forgot to look at the freaking pronunciation. Right after you, right after you get done talk talking about Republicans not knowing culture, you start going to the word of the day. We're gonna be the biggest podcast ever. Yeehaw! Because everybody gives a fuck about words. Pedagogy. <laughs> pedagogy. Sorry. Pedagogy. Pedagogy. Shut the fuck pedagogy. up. Pedagogy. Pedagogy. Man, I am having a bad word night. What What about this stupid fucking word? Oh, it simply means the art, science, or profession of teaching. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> pedagogy. Uh, I told you he doesn't know anything pedagogy. about the class. Pedagogy. Sorry, I said it wrong like oh, twenty times. I don't care. The, no one. That, that is the art, literally, science, no or one profession cares. of teaching. No one cares. <laughs> I just want to go home. Uh, okay, so on the idea of memes and trolling, did you see what Trump did on? I think it was Sunday. He tweet. He retweeted three. Um, yeah, 
One of them was fake for sure. Yeah, well, not. It wasn't a fake video. It just wasn't a Muslim beating up a kid on crutches. So one was that. Even that though is not necessarily true. Yeah, maybe not. Because the police report said this. Well, no, and it said it was a Dutch 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 nat national. So it doesn't mean that it wasn't a Muslim. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Like, but still, but still, it wasn't an immigrant. It was. It wasn't the kind of the point that it was going for. And it came from a far right British site that's akin to like. Richard just Spencer. stirring the pot. Yeah, it's a well. Even Paul Joseph Watson from Infowars yeah, yeah, criticized that. him. So, um, but then the second one was what was the second one? Mm. Oh, the uh, the Muslims smashing the statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Oh yeah, and then another the other one, and there. then the third one. This one was not recent. It was from 2013, and it was during the Egyptian revolt, and it was through three or four teenagers on top of a building celebrating the overthrow of or the successful revolt against the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a terrorist organization, which is they are not good people. Um, they are Islamic extremists. And so these kids are celebrating it, and a freaking mob of, shall we say, Islamists, came up, threw him off the roof, and then kicked him to death on the ground. That video is not fake. No. And so what I was going to say is a lot of people, they're trying to say, well, he's just trying to stir up hate against Islam. No. Yeah, which that was, I saw that. I'm like, he's not. Well, well, so (laughs) it, yeah, it's, are you, you mean you're stirring up hate against Islam? The first video, mistake. Don't retweet shit from those guys. Whatever, bright Britain, right Britain, or Britain, right, whatever yeah. you call it. Um, be careful with your sources. The second video, guess what? That's what Islamists uh-huh. think of Mary, who to the majority of Americans is, you know, revered. I mean, they the, the liberal media loses their mind when Pamela Geller has a draw Muhammad thing and almost gets killed for it and yet they're cool with these guys smashing religious artifacts of from us uh-huh. like trump's being no trump's just saying look this is what we're dealing with and his policy and so a lot of people when sarah heckabee smith says no he's talking about border security and national security okay what are his, what's his biggest secure national security and border security concern Radical Islamists, or just just Islamists, uh-huh. not Muslims. Islamists, those who want to subjugate us to Sharia law. Yeah, that's our biggest national security threat. Period. Yeah. Oh yeah. Other than Kim Jong Un, Rocket Man. Yeah, Rocket Man. Who, of course, he's not that. He's an idiot. But well, his his well, isn't as dangerous <laughs> just simply because we can shoot that rocket out of the sky with hey. a laser and then drop a bigger bomb on him, yeah. and we. There's no uh, well. This, this is a cultural, cultural yeah. This clash. is a cultural, spiritual battle with Islam right now, with extreme Islam or Islamism, where they want to put you into subjugation. So, the third video, so the second and the third video, both are showing the mindset of the threat that we face from Islamism, uh-huh. which is not a small amount of people. If it's the conservative estimate of 10% that believe in Sharia law, which isn't even close to the accurate numbers actually, because even our friends in Saudi Arabia are very extreme on that level 
although they don't necessarily believe in jihad, they do believe in Sharia, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what he's highlighting is this. He's just going, hey, look, here's some fucked up videos from the. Well, imagine if Obama. From the threat that, let's, we're, let's, from, well, from the threat that we're facing. Right? That's what this I was is the threat say, that the we're threat. facing. Imagine so, yeah, Obama's- he is highlighting national security interests and border security because this is the mindset of the people that we're concerned about. This is why we have the travel ban. This is why I've tried to implement but, these things. But it's imagine, not some phantom Imagine thing. if Hillary or Obama had tweeted out a video of some white kids throwing a black guy off a roof. Yeah. Oh, oh, it would have been completely yeah. re- legit that he would tweet thing. something like oh, that. Yeah. He's it just trying to bring up the concern. It would be... Yep. Everything would be okay if it was a black hit, a black victim, so they could p- put that on their list of ooh, another black victim we can use to sell our policies. Well, he's he's literally Obama's doing the same com- thing, comments. except he's showing something that actually is happening in the world. Look at how dangerous it is all these places. Yeah, these fucking people will throw you off the roof and not give a shit. Well, and I think what he's doing again, because this is memeing, this is trolling, right? Yeah, this is again culturally effective. Versus some stale political Ted Cruzy, you know, we got to watch out for them because they've threatened. No, this is like, here's, here's some raw footage. And guess what? Yeah. He could have put up the one where the dad stones his daughter to death with 30 other men. Yeah, exactly. He could have put up the one of the girl in, I think it was Iran, who was raped. And then a crowd of men got around and beat her to death in the street because she was a whore. Uh-huh. Because you know, because horse, oh, yeah, yeah. you, you know, she she got herself raped. Yeah, yeah it's her course. fault. Yeah, these two videos, which I would recommend that he should tweet those out this week at some point. Mm-hmm. Those two videos will make you almost vomit. They're a thousand times worse. And guess what? They show the exact same thing. These these aren't ISIS. No. in the videos, these are not ISIS. These, these are these are just fundamentalist, crazy bad guys. They're Islamists, bad they, people. But they are. No, but the other thing though guys. is they are normal. They're, they're not. They're bad not. People. They're not necessarily outliers in the countries that this is coming from. From Iran, that's not an outlier. No, not well. The women maybe not be quite as bad, or even. I mean, they're practically slaves, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. Beekeeper costume. Your husband gets to beat you if you go out without permission. You've committed a crime. I mean, these kind of things are kind of upsetting. If you get raped, it's your fault. And if we send, you get tried well, for. If it. we send in America, Rosie O'Donnell, you have to wear this. Extra large tarp and cover your face. Now, one, she would probably eat it. The people of America would be rejoice, but <laughs> that would. Could you imagine the outcry? Could you imagine the outcry if Trump came out tomorrow and said Jennifer Lawrence should cover herself up in a in a nun's outfit? Yeah, or just a just or just even cover her head up with a veil so she's more modest. Yeah, exactly. And I'm also and I'm also going and to she, and I'm she, also going to make my daughters and my <laughs> wife do it as well. Yeah. Especially in public. Oh, could you because, imagine if Melania came out in a full body robe and he was like this is so that she's not immodest and she doesn't give impure thoughts to people. Everybody be like, "Oh, really pussy grabber? You're such you're such a two-faced piece of shit." You're so sexist. This just proves even further your the amount of sexism that you trade in. And it's like, wait a wait a minute, what? But that's the point. Is that he he was pointing out? He's memeing. He's putting that idea. out. He's reminding people this is what we're facing. This isn't just ISIS. It's not just this little band of assholes, pussies. It's it's an ideology. It is a cultural thing. And no, not everybody's like that. 
You have Kurds. You have all kinds of good people out there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's a lot. You can't ignore the bad ones. There's a lot of people that do not. Well, just like. And and the value set. Because that points out, hey, look. They threw a kid off. They're smashing statues because they don't like your religion. If I draw, if I if I make a Muhammad statue and smash it, all, everybody's that's so insensitive. You're just trying to stoke him up, and that's one of the other things that the news media was saying is that he's he. Oh, what was he's it? Stoking he, hatred and no, he's stoking hatred towards them. But in one of the other headlines I saw was that he is aggravating an entire race. So essentially, saying he if if they retaliate, it's his fault. Because he shouldn't oh. be upsetting them by pointing out that there are bad people amongst their culture, yeah. which there are, and this is one of the biggest problems, as it, because of the liberal mindset. But it, see, this is also blowing the, up in their the face because progr- if this Saudi crown prince has his way, he's going to sh- prove this. Even uh, you know, a Muslim prince going, "Whoa, we have so many bad apples in this shit. We have to fix this. No more of this. No more Sharia law. No, no. more. We're done." Yeah. You know, I'm well. That I, the, that's the when, well, and, and honestly, that's the key. Yeah, you have to see reform when you have people like Ian Hersey Ali going around going, "Look, you don't have to get, you don't have to eradicate Islam off the face of the earth. Like you, have you don't to, have to eradicate Mormons or Catholics or Jews. No, but now, but you also can't be big bigamist. You can't. Yeah, but you also have to. You have to have a reformation in which you eschew. You get rid of. The bad ideas, the bad... And that starts with confronting the bad ideas, yeah. not ignoring it. And anybody that wants to bring it up, go, oh, you're just racist, well, that's what you're a bigot, you're a bad person. So the in the progressive sensitivity, in the mindset of oppressed and... and all, yeah, victim. Uh, victimhood, yes, thank you. Um, you have this, well, no, it's just their culture. Well, is it acceptable for a culture to enslave people, to... Demean women in, the, in our culture. We're not even allowed to fly a southern flag, right? You're, yeah, because but you for might their offend, culture, they're allowed to somebody. throw people off of a roof. Yeah, it, well, if you're gay in America, if you don't bake a cake for a gay wedding, you're the worst person in the country. But in in their culture, when they throw gay people off of buildings, it's just the way they do it. Yeah. Wait, well, you can't put your head in the sand because you don't want to be offensive. You can't put your head in the sand because, and two, you're not actually. The people that you don't want to offend don't appreciate the fact that you won't defend well, them. It, 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 with liberals, because it's no different than Mexicans. Legal Mexicans go, we don't want a billion other illegal Mexicans. That hurt, hurts us. Oh, no, no. You can't say that. You're racist. No, I'm legal yeah. Mexican. Yeah. I'm Mexican. Yeah. No, no, no. You're still racist because we should allow all the people in. Yeah. Well, well, and that also- You're betray- hurting the people you're trying to defend more than you're helping them. Yeah. Because the good ones are the ones that you're throwing under the bus because they won't play, you know, softball with you, basically. Yeah. Well, it betrays their condescending demeanor towards minorities, too. If they're not useful to them, then they discard them and just call them white supremacists and yeah. say that you have internalized uh, white supremacy. What? How yep. does a legal Mexican immigrant have internalized white supremacy? Mm-hmm. Just like any woman that didn't vote for Hillary has internalized sexism. But that's going a little bit off topic. Um, I just wanted to touch on that because, again, with the talking about memes today, and uh, that was kind of the central theme, was Trump's masterful yeah. memeing ability. 
I'm 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 gonna die. I'm gonna die. Um. So, anyways, pedagogy was the word of the day, and Patagonia is it flower? No, it's a brand. Well, I think that's about it for tonight. Um, we gotta do our shout outs because we forgot to forgot to do those on the last one. Shout out to Big so, Friends in Low Places. What? It's a great podcast. Seriously? No, I just made Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, the Self-Hooking Podcast. We talk about conspiracy theories. Serial killers. Cult leaders. And punching babies. They're awesome. Yeah, punch them. Find them at sofakingpodcast.com. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Strikeforce Energy. Kick the can and put that little pouch in your mouth. Oh, Strikeforce Energy. Yeah. Strikeforce. Strikeforce Energy. Energy. Let's bring back Let the energy. Let me your pouch. Oh, strike force. Kick the can. Oh, for he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. I feel like we're dividing hey. now. Randy's saying we suck at singing. Oh, man. Oh, names. Oh, well. Right. Um, wait. Let's let's go out on a song to strike force. And strike will always put strike force on my little butt. Oh, that's weird. Not the anima version. Oops. <laughs> Strike. No, let's see. Uh, well, let's uh, put it this way. You can't have yourself a merry little strike force. If the pouch is there. I can't remember the lyrics. Damn it. Just make them up. I'm losing the. Okay. I, I can't okay. remember the tune of the song I'm either. I'm dreaming of, of a strike force <laughs> Christmas. About to say white Christmas. <laughs> let's try that one. Okay, let's start the song. I'm dreaming of a strike force Christmas with purple, yellow, orange, and red. Oh boy! <laughs> Wait, let's sing it as the chipmunks. No, please don't. Damn it. Oh, you know what I was thinking? What? It was it'd be fun to compare strike force. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you do. The, I'll do the cocaine. You do the strike. Oh, let's just give them an example real quick. We get a little cocaine right here. We have a little strike force. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I stuck. Ah! <laughs> no one crushed it. Hey, bro, you want that good shit? You want that go good? I just took some strike force energy. What'd you take? Nothing. <laughs> cocaine. Just go with the bit. Bitch. I don't use drugs, son.
Hey, you want to go good? I just some strike force energy. You want to start a business? You want to start a business together? I think that, you know what they need? They need a donut sandwich shop where you take the donuts, you cut them in half, and you put the fucking breads and meat and stuff in the center of that shit, and then you put it out into the world. Donut sandwich shop. We should start that shit. This is what Striking Force Energy do. You give you great ideas, man. Let's write this shit down. You have any pen and paper? Ah, fuck it. I'll just tattoo it on my stomach. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dude. Oh, man. Hey, hey, I got another idea. Oh, I got another idea. Sinking? No, no, no. I got another idea. You use, you use, not, you use these healing balloons. You put them in the breast implants. So you just, you go in, you knock the doctor out. You put them in while he's trying to put the silicone in. You put those things in, and then the girl floats away. And then when she comes down, they pop and save her life. And then she thanks you for saving her life. And when she gets the real ones back in, then she's your best friend for life. You can kiss all your side piece or your side chick or something like that. Oh boy. This is strike force energy, people. If you take this stuff straight from the pouch, it does really weird things to you, man. I don't know what I'm not even. I'm not even sitting right now. I am standing on my third leg. That is how powerful the strike force energy is. You've got to try this shit. It is amazing. It is making me crazy, but not in a bad way. In a good way. I'm going to have a donut sandwich chop, and I'm going to have breast implants made out of human blue, and and I'm also going to be president of the United States and Syria and Iraq and. Russia, Putin, move over. I'm coming for you. I mean, I'm not Putin. Just in case there was a joke, you're bigger and stronger than me. I'm not sure about that. You do judo, though. I don't do judo. Hey, look, man, do you think, hey, you know what we should do? We should start a company in which we rent bear rides with Putin. That, dude, that is the shit right there. We just have to. What are you doing? Oh, start. We should make a phone. Stop moving away from the mic. Okay, okay, okay. That's enough. Oh. You're ruining our podcast. Where did you find this? Take my shaft by its face, stuff the whole thing in your face. Yeah. What is happening? Christmas at its finest. Is that tongue clear? Hey, bro, bro. We we should make a whole Christmas album with ho ho ho. What? Hey, you know you're gonna get us pulled. This is ridiculous. Oh, you know what? We're providing commentary though. This is a beautiful song. Stroking. Wow. My car. 
Oh, like it, like it more. So, we'll be back next year. Oh, no, Hey, dude, I just got a great idea for a business. We should make funny Christmas songs oh, about getting blowjobs. What's this one? No, 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 no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. No, no, more, no more. This one's good. I don't believe you. Not even a little bit. We need to add commentary to this, though. So, I know, we're listening, we're listening. Let's, let's, no, let's you listen. can't just listen. Shh. No! Oh boy! Is, oh, what was that? What was that? Was you ruining our podcast? Oh, you know what? I did hear a good song earlier, though. Oh, you but did? It's not a, no, it's not a dirty hey, song. You know, oh, you, I do. I got this great idea. So what we could do is, um, I took it on the strike force. I mean, if you can tell, hey, look, bro, look, this is the best idea I ever had. So what we do is we we make a podcast where we just play full albums of. That's the way I feel. Screaming Black Lives Matter, or the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react and wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black. Pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then. Like you was on the plantation getting down back then. Alright. I see a black man aiming his gun. But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I mean, you still trapped in a rut. And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals? You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you'd rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight. And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. You can't escape problems. You could pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. Who just, is that? It's Joyner Lucas. I don't know. But it's the song's called I'm Not Racist. It's actually a good song. Wait, who's the, who's the other guy? Does he ever sing? Yeah, the black guy's singing the whole time. The white guy's just lip syncing. What? Yeah. Oh, so that's not a... No. Oh, so the bike... It is the bike, guys. It does both both sides of the block. Oh. Is it pretty good? Yeah. Well, why didn't you play the rest of it? Because it's like seven minutes long. Oh. Send it to me. Yeah, well, I'll, put I'll, it show, it the, I'll show it to you tomorrow. I'll, we'll listen to it. I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes for everybody right, so right. you can check it out. Since Joe randomly played a, I know I just had to. Anyways, but that was fun. But folks, uh, yeah, let's get back together and do this another time. Oh, you know what? I was thinking we need. Oh, like I had this great. No, 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 I had this great idea. I had this great idea. I just drank another one. Uh, I had this great idea. We should change the okay. podcast sign off from Mike's off to um. Bye, bye. Wait. Were you signing off? Why were you signing off? Bro. Bye. Why are you gonna leave me? Why are you gonna leave me? But bye now. Why are you gonna leave me? Strike force energy. Wait, why are you gonna leave? Bye. Bye.